You talked about anxiety in the book and then even during the show. Was that something that your whole life, even someone being so public, anxiety feels almost like second nature a little bit where you're like, is this me? What has been your journey with your anxiety and how have you worked with it? So I don't think I always used to be an anxious person. I definitely think this industry kind of made me yeah. this way a little, yes. a little bit. I also think where my anxiety really peaked was, and I think this is for a lot of people, the pandemic. And I want to clarify that for me, the pandemic, it wasn't just about being bored and having nothing to do. It wasn't just like, oh, my schedule is cleared and now I don't know what to do with my time. For me, it was a little bit deeper and sadder. And I don't know if anyone else had this experience, but I was like, oh, without my traveling, without the events and without the work, I actually don't know if I have any value. Like, I don't know if I have a purpose. Mm. That was a place I hated because I was like, oh, that means you're just like a shell of a human that has <laughs> a schedule yes. that doesn't actually have any meaning beyond these things. That's what prompted me to write this book. It was to figure out who am I without all of these things and what are my values and who do I want to be and where do I want to go in life if everything else disappeared. Maybe I would have never been faced with that reality if the pandemic never. I always say it's the silver lining of the pandemic. But the book is about creating a foundation for myself that is not dependent on my job or other people or other relationships or any accolades or even what's happening in my day. It is something, I, I wanted to build a foundation I could return home to regardless of all that stuff. Meaning if I won an Oscar tomorrow or if I utterly failed tomorrow, I could still return home to this mentality that I wanted to build. And that's what the book's about. It's about building this place and that's how I addressed my anxiety. I think my anxiety was rooted in just having no identity beyond mm. all of this stuff and all of these people. Um, because we never learned that in school. We were never taught that success was growing as a person. It was a salary or a number or a grade. And so I'm trying to do the work in this book that I've never, I never did as a kid. Yeah. I always think about that. I'm like, oh, I, I can't wait until schools, like the curriculum in schools mm -hmm. change to you know, this idea of outside validation, the grades, the working to get into college, the career, et cetera. Not that that's bad, mm -hmm. but having more of a balance yes. of, I mean, I, I feel like the theme of coming home to yourself has been one that's like mm -hmm. been recurring just in our, in our orbit. So this is really, really beautiful and poignant. But yeah, I just feel like that I heard you in an interview say that your career was growing, but mm -hmm. your spirituality was stagnant. Mm -hmm. So this book really feels like that commitment to that part of self yes. that you can come home to no matter what, whenever you want, no matter the chaos or peace. Mm -hmm. What are, can you explain like what being a triangle at a high yes, level is for absolutely. people? So the, I've written two books. My first book, the difference was I knew exactly what I wanted to write. I was like, I know all the stories. I know all the things. The hustle, hustle, hustle. I know write it. This book, I was like, I actually don't know how to do this. So I had to do the work to figure it out. And so the book is that, me going on the journey to figure it out. I realized that the foundation I wanted to create was something that could not be altered, regardless of which direction life would throw me in. I wanted to always come home to the same place and set of values. So I need a strong foundation. And then I hopped on Google and I was like, strong foundation, strong foundation. Structurally, the strongest shape in the world is a triangle, which is why so many important buildings and so many diagrams we grew up with are triangles. So I thought, oh, I need to build my life like a triangle where all of my experiences from this point on can build on top of something without that shape being altered. And I do this little bit of imagery in the book where I say, you know, you, you build on top of a circle, it becomes an oval. 
You build on top of a square, it becomes a rectangle. You build on top of a triangle, it stays a triangle. It's just a bigger, better triangle. And so I wanted to build a foundation for myself like that, where tomorrow, like I said, no matter what happens, no matter who breaks my heart, no matter mm. who falls in love with me, I still have this set of values. And it was really important because I've had some pretty cool announcements in my life recently, professionally, that cool shows I've been a part of. And I've been practicing that where I'm like, oh, this show's really, really cool. I am not this show. The show is not me. This role does not define me. And even if the show succeeds or fails, it does not change my value as a person. So that is what coming home to myself has mm-hmm. felt like. With the, without late night, do you think you would have had that? You know, do you think you would have had, without late night, or was it the pandemic, where you're like, Tam, I need to really just see, like, who I am. Because I was on this trajectory, and it hasn't brought me to the place where I feel like I'm more like myself. I feel almost not like myself. I do. I do think the late night experience and the pandemic, yeah. both in their own ways, the silver linings of both of those. And I, and that's why in some ways I'm grateful, as, as twisted as it sounds, for both of those, because it showed me what's important and what I don't want. Sometimes to know what you want, you have to be shown what you don't want. The yes. contrast. You know? Yeah. Yes. Or else you'll just keep thinking that's the direction mm. you want to go. But sometimes the universe has to slap you in the face a little bit. Mm. No. How do you, as like a first step, how would you recommend people start to build that foundation? Well, in the book, I talk about that it's four easy things. Because I was like, I don't want to write a book and I don't want to have, to be honest, even forget the book. I don't want to have a life where I have to remember a bunch of things to be a happy person that's fulfilled. You know, sometimes when you read a book and you're like, oh, now I got to do this in the morning. Now I have to do this. and I have to ch-. I'm too busy for that. I was like, let me actually just take away all the noise and let me break this down to four important things that matter to build my foundation. And they are as follows. Relationship to myself, relationship to the universe, understanding distraction, and implementing design. And really briefly, the relationship to myself is the only thing you'll ever be able to control. No other, it's it's the thing that matters the most. It is your relationship with yourself. Are you honest with yourself? Do you know who you are? Do you know what you want to be? Do you know what hurts you? Do you know what, you know what makes you happy? Second, the relationship to the universe, possibly the biggest relationship we ignore in our lives. You know, I say in the book, we ignore 15 calls from mom, but 20 from the universe because it's not in our face. But Everything is an exchange with the universe. And the more we can understand that we're connected to something bigger and we have to give back to the universe and the universe has a plan for us, the better off we'll be. Understanding distraction is actually my way of thinking about gratitude. Because I think gratitude is such a, like I said, it's a word that gets thrown around a lot and it's impossible to be grateful all the time. So how I think about gratitude is I think about the land of gratitude is a place I want to be. I want to reside in gratitude. I don't want it to be so such a fleeting feeling. However, when I need to experience other emotions, I can leave that place with the knowledge of knowing I always want to return back to that place. And the thinking about that has helped me in a sense where something goes wrong in my day. It's a distraction from my gratitude rather than a place I need to stay and wallow in is how I think about that. And the last thing implementing design is just, we all have the artistic ability to create the life we want. So often we choose not to because we think opinions are facts and we think choices are not choices. We think women have to be a certain way. I can't do this as a job. I have to do this because of my family. I X, Y, Z. No, those are not facts. Those are choices that you've agreed to, things you subscribe to. You can choose to not do those things as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. 
All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.